Hi and welcome to the Gamer Get Podcast special bonus episode. This is a podcast where we get gamers on to talk about games and the latest gaming news with a focus on Japan. Today's episode is a special bonus Final Fantasy 16 spoiler cast where we'll talk all about the game. I'm your host Genki, a passionate gamer living in Japan and often tweeting about Japan and Japanese games. Today I have with me a very special guest to talk to me about all things Final Fantasy 16. Please welcome the Final Fantasy 16 mega fan and the Japan Cafe and Events Master, Alice. Uh, hello everyone, uh, my name is Alice and I am actually an English instructor here in Japan. Well, I work for a company that provides uh, English lessons to our clients and actually in my career I have taught many people from the gaming industry. Uh, as well as a lot of clients who are also big gamers. Um, well, I'm also into anime, manga, light novels, and mobile games. And since I live in Japan, uh, it's basically like a heaven for someone like me because there are so many events, exhibitions, and collaborations almost every month. Uh, so yeah, because uh, we make my own schedule for work and I can always fit these events around my schedule. Oh, nice. That sounds awesome. <laughs> so yeah, you yeah, like yeah. Uh, living in Japan with all the events you can go to. Yeah, yeah. I just check my calendar uh, and schedule every month, okay, you know, where I can put this event and uh, what time and what day I could go. Would you say yep. you go to like an event like once a month or uh, once every couple of months? Uh, well, actually before the pandemic, uh, I would say almost at least twice or yeah at least once or twice a month oh yeah so thanks yeah. so much for taking your time to join me for this special episode yeah also as part of this uh, podcast i like to people to talk about their gamer origins just to find out how people got into video games so yeah alice i'd love to hear like how did you get into video games and like video games from japan Okay, uh, it's kind of interesting. Uh, how did I get into video games? Uh, I well, I suppose this was one of many reasons or causes. Because uh, when I was little, uh, my mom often took me to like game arcades that were usually on top floors in department stores after shopping. And at, at first, I just played some easy games, you know, that were suitable for kids. But Gradually, I became interested in watching people older than me playing other games in the arcade. And uh, I found myself wanting to try it too. So <laughs> this is kind of like a funny story because um, I, I still remember it like vividly. Because um, I asked my mom if I could try those, um, you know, the motorbike video game in the arcade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The one where you can though. sit on the bike. Uh, yeah. 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 The one that you can sit on the bike and try to ride it. Yeah. She didn't stop me. Yeah. She uh -huh. let me do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think that's probably the start of it. And then later, uh, one of my cousins gave me his extra Game Boy. And I, I guess that officially started. Um, and also it was like my first game, you know, playing on a console. I mean, and my first game was Kirby and then Tetris. Oh, awesome. <laughs> OG Kirby and Tetris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And cool. uh, yeah, I, I still remember that. Um, and I think somehow um, maybe I still have that old Game Boy in my old house. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. This is yeah. a classic uh, gray one. The big one. Yes. The, the blocky <laughs> one, right? <laughs> 
yeah 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 so yeah um but yeah so i think that's kind of start um uh, you know my interest in gaming um and then uh well because i i lived in taiwan until i was 12 years old uh and then moved to america after that uh so i watched my cousins playing sonic zelda donkey kong uh and many other games um and Again, I found myself that I want to try to play it. Uh, just, just watching is not fun anymore. And so, um, yeah, I, I just asked my cousin if I could also try the game when they are not playing that. Um, and then funny enough, at the time, my mom was into Fei Wong's music. And, you know, Fei Wong happened to sing the song Eyes on Me for Final Fantasy VIII. Oh, nice. Yeah, and so at the same time, I also thought, okay, you know, I could play the game and see where or how the song was used in the game. Um, so yeah, I, I would I would say that Final Fantasy VIII was yeah my very first PlayStation game. And your first Final Fantasy game? It, yeah, it was the first Final Fantasy game, the very first PlayStation game. Um, and it's the game that got me completely into gaming world. Uh, it really opened my eyes to other games from Japan as well. Yeah, that's similar to me. I think the first Final Fantasy game I played was also Final Fantasy VIII, and it was a PC version. Oh wow! Yeah, I <laughs> okay. yeah I didn't get a I didn't have a PlayStation One. I would just play PlayStation at my friend's house. Yeah, I had it on PC, so we had like a really old PC and. <laughs> We had like this really uh like random controller <laughs> to, to to play it on. Yeah. It was just like a cheap unofficial like PC controller uh, I see. to play it on. But yeah, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> the cutscenes were like really amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I still remember I was like, you know, amazed by um the cutscenes. Um so so that yeah, that got me into Final Fantasy series and so that actually made me curious. Um because I thought the story was pretty impressive. Uh it was interesting because the first playthrough you there were some parts that you didn't really get it the first playthrough. And so you start to do the second playthrough, then you noticed something and you know, you started to understand the story a little better. So after eight I actually went back to play seven. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah that so i started with eight and then went back to play seven um and then i watched my cousin play six i didn't get to play six because um yeah he, he was playing that i didn't get a chance to play oh yeah yeah, yeah. i had that yeah a few games i would watch with my brothers and then after that yeah uh yeah i got the news that um nine was going to be released so i was really excited and yeah so i got nine and then of course when they announced ps2 and also final fantasy 10 of course i yeah bought it immediately oh yeah 10 was awesome for me yeah i i bought like a wall scroll and i bought like little figures uh yeah quite big figures yeah yeah yeah, yeah. for fun fantasy 10 and yeah me and my brother would play it and then i would be obsessed with blitzball <laughs> the blitzball mini game yeah. even though a lot of people don't like it but i i loved it a lot <laughs> yeah it's yeah, good yeah I, I actually know quite a few people who really love the uh the blitzball game and they say that they would spend hours just to play that not doing the the main stories oh yeah that was me <laughs> <laughs> yeah um unfortunately i wasn't able to play 11 because it was the first online one so oh, yeah. yeah i haven't played the online one. yeah I, I i couldn't play that and at the time i was also getting ready for university so that kind of cut me from gaming for a while so well I'm, I'm just glad to be able to be back to play games more nowadays um so it's fun okay that's awesome mm -hmm. yeah thanks for that alice mm -hmm. um yeah so uh, now we know about how you got into games and the final fantasy series um yeah we can get into the 
main topic of today's episode, mm-hmm. which is Final Fantasy 16. Yay! So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I know you, you've really been enjoying the game so far. So, what you said you played, you've already completed it twice and you're on your third playthrough? Yes. Is, okay, wow. <laughs> That's impressive. <laughs> Um, so yeah, well, I mean, I guess I can tell you that um, I yeah I really enjoy I really love this game. Um, so yeah, I, mm-hmm. I well I did my first playthrough uh, on story focus mode um, because I just wanted to uh, really immerse myself into the game world uh, and also try to get used to the combat just in case if I'm not good at it. But luckily. Uh, it was yeah. quite easy to to understand and quite easy to uh, get used to it. Um, so my second playthrough was uh, Final Fantasy mode. Then I decided to do a third playthrough uh, still in Final Fantasy mode because it's actually more fun to do that in Final Fantasy mode. And uh, I just decided to talk to every single NPC and eavesdrop on all the conversation that popped up. Oh wow! Yeah, and, and just take as many pictures and videos as possible. Oh, okay, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that more later in today's episode. And mm-hmm. uh, just to warn everyone, yeah, today's episode is a spoiler cast, so we'll definitely be going into the story and the characters and uh, lots of different spoilers. So uh, if you haven't completed the game, um, yeah, please come back and listen to this episode once you've finished the game, if you don't want to get spoiled. So um, Alice, I will also want to talk about the Final Fantasy 16 cafe in Akihabara. Yes. The special uh, Square Enix uh, collaboration. Yes. Um, I know, yeah, we went together yes. a couple of times, right? And, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was quite fun. <laughs> and uh lots of decorations and stuff but yeah uh, if you want to talk about like um how was your experience at the cafe and yeah what is the cafe the final fantasy 16 um square Enix cafe yeah sure like i said before i really enjoy going to these collaboration events or a collabo cafe what we call in japan here yeah uh the first time or i should say the the first dates for the cafe was quite short i think it was only three weeks for the first round and yeah uh, i of course i would you know book the tickets immediately and go there i was really surprised that um the drinks were very impressive and beautiful (laughs) yeah they were really cool yeah (laughs) they're all themed after all the different icons right the yes. Drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. Of course, each drink uh, has the icon theme, and of course, the taste were all quite unique. Uh, really interesting. Really good. Also, uh, I have to say, my favorite was probably either Ramus or Garuda drink. I think those were quite good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you 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 went with me uh, to the cafe as well for you. Um, is there any like particular mm-hmm. drink that you thought it was good for you? Like you thought it was tasty? Yeah, I like the Ramu one. Mm-hmm. The Shiva one was not too bad, even though it had like these uh, blue jelly things in it. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like minty yeah, jelly. Good. Yeah, minty jelly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, th- I thought it wasn't too bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, cause I, I actually have tried all the, the drinks, like each icon's drink. So yeah. Oh, okay, well. Yeah. So like, like, like you, um, I thought Ramu's was probably the best and then Garuda's, um, I mean, the reason I like these two the best because they are not too sweet. Oh yeah. <laughs> Some of them were like crazy sweet, right? Like, like Odin. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like the, oh, the Odin one. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I didn't try that one. I tried the the Ifrit and Phoenix one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was quite sweet. <laughs> yes, that that one was also very sweet. Um, but but the the design was amazing though. The design was really cool with um, you mm-hmm. know, Ifrit yeah, it looks, and it looked Phoenix. awesome. Yeah, the design looks awesome. Um, it was also sweet, but I thought the sweetest was probably Odin's drink. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, because every everything was just grape, like grape soda, grape jelly, and um, grape syrup at the bottom. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> grape. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, it just it was just grape overload. Um, for people who love grape, um, they might like it. Uh, for me, it, it was just too sweet, so I only order it once. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The other one I thought was really good was Bahamas. Um, it's a bit like citrus flavor, uh, not too sweet. Also, um, Ramuz was like a cashew or mixed blueberry, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like yeah, like a purple color, right? Yeah, and then Garuda's was basically uh, gin tonic, but minus the alcohol. Yeah, so so the, I I quite like those three. Because um, after we went to the cafe together, I also went there by myself for a few times, and yeah, I I found myself just keep ordering these three drinks. Oh, okay, <laughs> the same, the best, the best ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep like, like them again. Yeah, again. I, I don't mind drinking them over and over. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, their drinks were really cool, and yeah, the, I like the color and the design. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of them tasted good, some of them not so good. <laughs> uh, I, the not so good one. I mean, this might be a little bit biased, but uh, the the Titan one was really bitter. Okay. <laughs> I was a little bit shocked <laughs> because, um, it was basically non sweetened latte oh my gosh yeah um and oh. so I, I i didn't really read the description carefully and so i actually checked it and found that oh it's unsweetened and if, if you want you need to get syrup to add it yourself oh wow yeah but, but originally oh it's really really bitter oh wow and um what did you think about the decorations in the cafe because they had like the they had like this really cool artwork at the back of the icons fighting yeah, yeah yeah they had like some framed pictures of different artwork from the game yeah they um in the back wall the the largest part um at the moment they changed it to uh the shiva versus titan fight that we see in the beginning of the game oh okay nice yeah so i think they might change that design for the next part because at the moment it's just additional dates for the first round and i'm assuming they probably will change that background again for the second part yeah that was cool um yeah and then for the um the section where you know it's for uh, guests who go there by themselves uh, in front of them they have these like um i guess it's almost the same size as postcards uh it's like each icon's cards like picture cards oh wow um and they also have like quotes from the game on on those walls as well yeah what do you think about the goods that they gave away at, at the cafe like they gave away these like coasters and these like placemats uh yeah well um a lot of my close friends know that I am a maniac at collecting these coasters and lunch okay. mat. <laughs> and that's why I went to the cafe so many times because I tried to collect all 18 coasters. Now it's oh, 22. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because, oh you know, the, the, the first all. round. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, you know, the first round when we went there, it um, total were 18 designs, right? For the coasters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And now they added four more new designs. So now it's 22. Oh, wow. That's a lot. 
<laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, I went to the first. And the coasters round. you get with the drinks, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, luckily, though, um, you don't have to order the collabo drink to receive the coaster. Uh, you could also order the regular drinks, like a hot tea or just like a regular ginger ale, and they will also give you a coaster for that. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's a good tip for um, people as like the theme drinks cost a bit more and you can just uh, get like a regular coffee or tea, which will cost less, mm -hmm. but you still get the um, coaster. Yeah. And um, especially because for these collaboration cafe, a lot of the theme drinks are uh, carbonated. And so, you know, sometimes um, some people, they don't like carbonated drinks so much um so yeah for 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 those who don't like carbonated drinks so much um yeah you can just order regular drinks tea coffee or even juice and you can still receive the coaster which was one of your favorite coasters that you got um oh yeah i remember you got the clive one which was awesome <laughs> that was a rare one i i really think that they probably yeah. purposely print his coaster like very few or something because mm -hmm. i it was maybe my third or fourth visit that I finally got a Clive coaster. Yeah, um, I mean, you were there too. You saw that. Uh, you saw how many Phoenix coasters I end up with. <laughs> oh, yeah. You had a lot of doubles for Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, it, it was crazy. Um, I end up with a lot of Phoenix coasters and all my friends were joking and said that. So you're the, so you're the one that actually has Phoenix blessing. <laughs> yeah, so a, a bit too much though. I think the spelling. <laughs> Yeah, too many blessings. Um, yeah, and uh, um, yeah, luckily, finally, um, I got all the 18 designs, all the 18 coasters from the first round now. Oh, wow. And then I also got the two new designs from the additional one. Oh, okay. So you got two left to go. Yeah, two more to go um, because for the four new designs, uh, I got Gav and also Slepnew. Oh, nice. So I only got okay. Uncle Byron and Mid to get for next time. Oh, okay. <laughs> uncle Byron. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah. awesome character. Yes, yeah. Don't don't okay. we wish That's that he's cool. real uncle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good uncle. Uh, and um, how about the food at the cafe? Um, which items did you enjoy the most? Uh, I think every time when I went there for, for the first round, um, I always order the Rosaria stew. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. That was like a creamy um, like stew with um, like carrots and chicken. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's creamy stew with uh, bits of chicken, potatoes, and um, you know, people who play the game, and you, you, I think everyone already noticed that Joshua hates carrots, and so, when they yeah, oh, yeah when they serve it they also purposely put carrots separately in a small glass bowl oh yeah it's on the side yeah right? it's on the side you know to to yeah, yeah to to, to, sim to symbolize that um that joshua hates carrots yeah maybe this dish was for joshua <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah I, I quite like to stew uh it actually tastes pretty nice um so yeah i, I think i always order that when i went there and the next one that i also always order was that um, black tea chiffon cake um, that was representing mm. sunbreak, I think. Yep, the sunbreak cake. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. It had like the flag, right? The flag of sunbreak. Or... Yes, yes, yeah, that one. On, on it, yeah. Yeah, that was a good cake. I think I, I think you ordered that too, right? 
Yeah, I ordered that the second time we went there. Yes. Yeah, that was really good. I really enjoyed that cake. And yeah, it had like some cream on the side. And mm -hmm. yeah, it was really good. Mm -hmm. And I also like the the like Dalmecian chicken. Ah, uh, yeah, one. Dalmecian Cajun chicken. Yes. Cajun chicken. Yeah, that was good. And it had like these um, glass noodles mm -hmm. that were blue. Yes. To like represent like the sea, like the really blue Dalmecian um, sea. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Was it a lake or whatever? Yeah. So the yeah, oasis part. Really... <laughs> yeah, the oasis part. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was good as well. Mm -hmm. um, if you like chicken. Yeah, and because I went there again uh, just recently with uh, one of my friends and who also just started to play Final Fantasy sixteen recently, and uh, she ordered the the chicken Dalmatian chicken, and she was surprised. She said, "Oh, you know, I never expect." collaboration cafe's food could be this good oh okay yeah yeah that's awesome yeah because like i went to the kingdom hearts one there mm -hmm. and the food was terrible <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like airplane food oh my god um, so yeah for so this time like it was a bit of a step up um and the food generally tasted quite good um apart from the toggle <laughs> the toggle i dessert. know I, i'm so i yeah i know you know it's like i'm so sorry it's to like this. super cute it's so cute but oh my god <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's it's so cute and it's beautiful for picture, but that's it. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it was I like mean, some sesame black sesame pudding. base, right? Yeah, yeah. it's sesame and pudding. It's, like, well, black it's sesame not pudding, sweet yeah. at all, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was and, really. And for... <laughs> that was a tough one to finish. Yeah, yeah, because um, they also put a lot of whipped cream on top. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, you and you don't like whipped cream, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, um, I, I, yeah, I don't like whipped cream, and so it was, it was kind of um, a, like a torture for me to try to finish that, <laughs> and uh, oh, yeah. um, and also, uh, I asked my other friend who also went to the cafe and tried the torgol sesame pudding, and and she said that um, yeah, it was not as good as she expected because the sesame flavor was too light. Yeah, uh... yeah it, did, it didn't have much Yeah, it was light and it wasn't very sweet either if mm -hmm. you eat just the sesame part alone mm -hmm. yeah that's um yeah i think that was the only thing was a bit a let down i guess um but you know it looks cute really cute yeah yeah <laughs> it was really cute with like the little strawberry as well yeah <laughs> so like overall um how did you what was like your overall thoughts of the cafe uh, I, well, I mean, if the if ten is the full score, I would give it an eight. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I I have not tried the other two dishes. Um, the the Walud uh, squid ink pasta. Mm -hmm. I didn't try that one because I well personally I don't like squid ink pa pasta. That's why I didn't oh, order yeah. that. Me too. And uh yeah and also uh I also didn't order the uh Iron Kingdoms uh the curry, like super spicy curry. Oh okay yeah. Yeah um I didn't try that either. Yeah because well because I don't eat beef and this curry got beef in it. So that's why I couldn't order that. Oh okay yeah that makes sense. <laughs> That's cool. Okay, so altogether, uh, eight out of ten. Yes. For the, the for the cafe. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's a good score. And uh, yeah, I think I'd give it. Um, uh, what would I give it? 
maybe a seven out of ten. Um, I would have liked more music because, um, like, in the background they were playing the um, trailers, and you could hear the yeah, characters yeah. talking in the trailers. But yeah, I would mm-hmm. have liked it to have more, um, like, uh, more of the soundtrack playing in the background. <laughs> Yeah, they did actually because when we went there, it was before the release of the soundtrack. Oh, okay. So after the release, they started to play stuff. Yeah, yeah. After oh, the release, okay. they nice. started to play the soundtrack because I just went there, um, and um, yeah, because the soundtrack was already released, and they started to play um, the the music from that. Oh, okay, awesome. Yeah, that would that would have made the experience uh, like a a tad more better for me. Personally, yeah, yeah. Okay, thanks, Alice, for that. Okay, so next we're going to talk about Final Fantasy 16. Our Final Fantasy 16 spoiler cast. So um, overall, um, Alicia, you told us that you really enjoyed the game, and you're on your third playthrough now. Um, yes. Yeah, you really enjoyed the game. Um, yeah, how was like your overall impressions of the game so far? My overall impression, uh, I would say the story was pretty good. Um, it definitely can grab your attention and com- be completely like engaged with it um, and just like Yoshi P said you know it will make you feel like you don't want to stop um, and it's kind of hard to find a, a place to pause to stop the game so I thought that overall yeah um, I was really impressed with um, the way how the um, how the game you know tells the story and also um, I love how each character, even um, NPCs, have uh, a lot of dialogues and also background stories for us to understand um, the world better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt I felt that as well. Like well, what Yoshi mm. P said about it being like a yeah, you don't want to put it down, and like mm-hmm. he said, it was going to be like a roller coaster. And yeah, I really <laughs> felt that like yeah, it's really up and down with like these super hype moments and mm-hmm. yeah it just like plays with your emotions and like the intensity is just like always up and down and yeah yeah for for me yeah for me i also felt that too it was like a you know a roller coaster ride for emotions um you you felt angry uh you felt sick to some parts um you feel happy when you know when the characters are happy you, you just feel happy for them so so yeah, I mean, overall, it was really good, a good set of characters. And, and also, I feel like, you know, nothing felt too out of place. It's like the story did have a kind of like, you know, bad guy of the week feel to it when you focus on Benedicta and then Kubka and Barnabas, you know, without any mixed interaction between you and the player and them as a group. So it's kind of cool, you know, um, so you know your focus in the game. Uh, yeah, for me overall, like, um, yeah, I really enjoyed the game and mm-hmm. yeah, I thought it was really exciting and the story was just, like really intriguing and exciting, mm-hmm. especially like the opening, like it's like really stunning when you play it and when like in the demo and um, mm. yeah, it's just like, it just, you know, it's like um, a drama. You want, you just want to find out what happens next. And yeah, I felt the icon battles were super epic and super fun <laughs> to play and like, yeah, they're yeah. just going crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I I will I will replay as many. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like some. It's like an episode of Dragon Ball for me. Like I used to watch Dragon Ball growing up a lot, <laughs> and yeah, that felt like a really epic Dragon Ball 
They're like mm. doing uh, these like confusions and like, they're doing like these kamehamehas <laughs> and spirit bombs. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, definitely. it felt like a really like epic action anime. Mm. So yeah, that was like kind of crazy for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I have to add one thing. Um, so I mean, basically, mm -hmm. it's on the good side uh, that in this game we don't have like a storytelling gimmick. You know where the the characters explain to each other about their own world or what you should do like that. So I, I like that because in some other RPG games, you got characters explain to you the player, but it's but you as a character in this game in this world should already know these detail, but. You know, you got other NPC to explain to you about the world. It's kind of strange. Yeah. 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 But luckily, yeah. yeah luckily, in 16, I'm glad they didn't have yeah, that. Yeah. They luckily they don't have that in this game. So that was a really big bonus and big plus for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, we'll just go into the different points. Um, <laughs> and first, let's talk about the the combat in the game. Mm -hmm. um, how did you like the game's um, com action combat and action focus? Yeah, as compared to. Um, like the more turn-based in the earlier Final Fantasy games. Uh, mm -hmm. Do you prefer like the action or do you prefer the more turn-based combat? And um, yeah, how was the action combat in Final Fantasy 16? Okay. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, like, I mean, you know, we start uh, the series from like the turn-based and um, nothing against turn-based, but I feel like for me, once I started the action, uh, real-time action combat, I don't think I could go back to turn-based anymore. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, I, I find myself enjoy the real-time action more. Um, because oh, it's I, like more engaging? Yeah, more engaging, and I can see the result immediately, uh, and I can adjust how I you know how I do my next step, and I can see. Um, you know, I can study enemies' attack, and you know, learn from that. So yeah, I mean, once I started um, the real-time action combat, I yeah, I really find myself impossible and very difficult to go back to the turn base. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that yeah, the action combat is really good in sixteen. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, in the real time. Yeah. So so I think that's why I enjoy it so much and actually you know starting my third playthrough because um because now you have acquired all the abilities right and then you can kind of mix and find your own play style with each uh, icon ability so yeah that, that's mm -hmm. why i just kind of really enjoyed it oh okay nice thanks yeah mm -hmm. yeah me too i've really enjoyed the like how stylish and uh, engaging the combat is in 16 mm -hmm. um like yeah and how you can customize the different icon abilities yeah so you can like mix and match and um it allows you to be quite free like mixing uh different icons abilities onto the same uh, area so like you can easily switch between like uh like the fire or the phoenix um powers and then you can just switch to like the titan uh, straight after that yeah so yeah i really liked how they did that yeah because um you know um I, i'm sure like each player has their own style and then you can find um the the combination that you are most um comfortable with that you think it's uh the easiest for you to play mm -hmm. um and then also you can switch out the abilities um you know based on which yeah. yeah different enemies that you're facing so that's why i i find that this design was actually quite smart and very clever mm -hmm. yeah yeah i liked i really enjoyed it too and uh yeah 
like yeah being able to switch out the different abilities and yeah some of the abilities are more like defensive and some of them are like more long range uh yeah you can just mix and match to suit your style which is really cool yeah 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 so so yeah and that's why um yeah i'm just testing out different kind of uh play style on my third playthrough um yeah is that's why I think really that's the one of those reasons that I do my third playthrough. Oh yeah, yeah. and it looks so stylish, right? All the moves, like the animations, yeah. they look super, <laughs> like super hype and like yeah. super cool. And, and it's like I find myself try to uh, try to go into the photo mode when it's like mm -hmm. in the middle of the. Um, oh of really? The oh wow! Yeah, and then try to adjust. That's the awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh you know. What, oh wow! What, yes. how, what does he look like? So you can take a picture with all the effects like all around him. Yeah, and stuff, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So it's like, okay, okay. You know. oh that's awesome <laughs> it's like, what, what does it look like <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's really flashy and mm. um yeah really like impressive okay next let's talk about the um, side quests mm -hmm. um so like what was your overall impression of uh, the side quests in the game um i think overall i would say let's see uh to give a score i would give it like a 98 out of 100 oh wow that's high <laughs> um the two the two uh, two points. A 98? Yeah, 98. 98 out of 100? The, 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 okay. the two points were deducted um, for some, but mm -hmm. I thought it was a little boring. Yeah, so, I got yeah. that a lot too. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I personally wouldn't rate the side quest that high. I thought they were like one of the more uh, weaker parts of the game. Mm -hmm. um, just like, yeah, because some of them were quite boring. Like... You go to a NPC and then you talk to them for five minutes and then you just have to go and fetch like some soil or like some <laughs> yeah, flowers yeah. and yeah. then bring them back. That's, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean... Yeah, those ones were quite boring. That, those were, yeah, a bit boring. Um, but some of them I thought were quite um, intriguing because um, they are actually mm -hmm. closely um, related to the background story of the world and then some of them actually mm. may include hints or foreshadows um, so you I mean oh. of course you didn't you wouldn't notice that when you do the first playthrough but when you start the second playthrough you you start to notice these small things and, and oh, okay yeah I'm currently on my second playthrough so hopefully I will start noticing those details yeah and and that's when I I mean actually it's on the second playthrough that made me to feel uh, more uh, appreciated to these side quests oh, okay. yeah yeah you get more a bit more like um background uh, yeah so you can understand yeah, them yeah, a yeah. bit more because you you have the first playthrough you have like um, a more a, a full understanding of the story now from you know from start to end and so when you see these side quests again and then you see the contents and the story then you realize ah okay i see what they mean now oh okay nice yeah yeah well i mean some some of the side quests um i mean we talked about this before when we went to the cafe uh yeah some of them made you feel a bit iffy mm -hmm. in the stomach oh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, oh my god yeah yeah there's two early ones where like um when you're in the field yeah. going towards um sambrique and then uh or sambrek and then yeah there's that girl yeah. like the little girl who has a a bearer as like a pet yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you, first you think it's like an animal yeah where's my clothes <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then you find out disturbing it's like oh it's not a like a dog or a pet she's talking about yeah. it's an actual person yeah and that, that was <laughs> and the that, part they've been mm. yeah and they're all like petrified and they're like basically dead right mm. so 
It's quite it's quite a shocking part. Yeah, yeah, that that one. Quite a shocking side quest. That one made my stomach turn a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that was disturbing. The other one also on the other side, um, you know, the the rich, I think it's a nobleman, like the kids, um, you know. Oh yeah. Got the wolf to attack the bear. Yeah, that one was messed up yeah. too. Yeah, they're just like yeah, get playing with bearers mm-hmm. like there's some kind of toys. And getting like setting traps for them with wolves. Yeah, so yeah, those, <laughs> yeah, those that was two. quite messed up in the yeah, world. Yeah, those two were the ones that made me go like, oh, okay, I'm not feeling so good mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but um, <laughs> oh, and there's one later on when you're mm. in um the the Damekian city, um, and um, oh no, when you're in Martha's rest and um. There's the mother talking about her giving away a child. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. That conversation. Oh my god. Yeah, that was quite messed up as well. Yeah, and the uh, the guy, right? Um, people found out that he was actually a bearer after hiding for so long, and then his friend just turned on him immediately. Oh yeah, his best friend just grasses him up and like gives he like rats him out. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> and then he had to run away. Oh, that, that's so messed up. Yeah, yeah, just because he's a bearer. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was like many interesting stories about yeah people being bearers and how they get discriminated against mm-hmm. in the world of Valestia. Yeah, and I mean, of course, not just um, you know, not just making you feel a bit um, upset about it. Of course, there are side quests that would make you feel really, um, you know, moved and very touched, like. One one of the best ones I would say is when Clive reunited with Ambrosia and also uh, at the end Torgal um, took him to the island. Oh yeah, that's okay. Yeah, those those mm-hmm. definitely got me in tears. Oh wow! Yeah. 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 yeah definitely with the Torgal one. Yeah, I felt it. And uh, yeah, the one with Ambrosia as well. Yeah, it's like wow, you know, pe- yeah, people will betray others, but the animals they would never betray you. <laughs> Yeah, that was quite touching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially, yeah, uh, I reckon the Torgal one is really cool. You can see how he's been, like, he saved um, Clive's old, like, training <laughs> sword and his, uh, yeah, and he's, he's just been waiting or searching for Clive. Yeah. So that was quite moving. Yeah. And it's like, um, you know, and, and they, they look to towards Rosaria together on that island. It's, yeah, I love that scene so much. I just immediately I recorded and then also took a screenshot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. And also, yeah, the Joe one is really touching as well. Yes. Um, it's beautiful. They go to the field together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like uh, the, because the name in, in English one, I think it's called Priceless. Yes, priceless yes. is the name of that side. Quest. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, that one. Yeah, and I, I really enjoy that. Um, I really like to watch that cutscene over and over, and it's the music, background music is also really, really nice. Yeah, there's yeah, there's some good side quests in there. When you get through a lot of the more uh, monotonous or like less interesting <laughs> ones. Yeah, but there, but there are definitely ones. there are definitely some side quests that you shouldn't miss out. Oh, do you, oh yeah, yeah. Do you remember the one where you have to give the guy the apples? Yeah, that one. Oh my god! Oh like when you know, whenever you see like a the mark, like this, like a notice, a, a new side quest is available, and you check the map, and you see the map yeah. the, the, on the mark is like in the backyard, and I was like, oh, I have to go all the way down there. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
it's quite far to get to the garden <laughs> area <laughs> yeah yeah and because that's when i feel yeah. like why can i why why can't clive just jump over the fence and go down there why do i have to go down all these oh, stairs oh yeah yeah i had an issue with that because especially i came off playing like um zelda tears of the kingdom yeah and in that game like you can just jump and uh, like go anywhere you want yeah, yeah, yeah but in final fantasy 16 there's a lot of like invisible walls yeah exactly like uh, like areas you can't jump over like even when you're in the map mm. you want to get from a to b but there's an invisible wall so you have to go around yeah uh, like you can't just freely traverse the environment yeah like as, as you would like yeah especially in the the hideout like um yeah you just want to jump over the, the fence and then get to an area like super quickly <laughs> but no you have to follow the the wooden path yes all the way around yeah yeah because be <laughs> it takes like forever because <laughs> before before 16 was released um i was doing the new game plus on horizon forbidden west oh okay oh i see yeah. and so you know same more. yeah also same you can just you can go anywhere you, go anywhere. you can jump, <laughs> off. jump yeah you can jump off really you know you can roll over whatever and you can also control either you want to walk or run you know oh yeah. yeah that was annoying for me yeah but in this one i cannot yeah i wish in the in the hideout there was like a run button yeah, <laughs> so i can get there quicker yeah it's like okay i cannot run uh, i cannot jump over i cannot roll over it's like why <laughs> yeah 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 i hope they fix that in updates or something oh, I really, <laughs> at I really... least add like a run but a run button yeah. in in the hideout yeah because having to run over all the way to the garden and then run all the way back to like to mid or mid place or you know yeah. um, where the the moogle mm -hmm. is it, yeah it takes a long time <laughs> yeah it's like oh my god I mean, I mean luckily at least in the new hideaway uh there were only two side quests in the backyard i think yeah yeah that was, yeah it wasn't that many yeah, yeah it wasn't that many but still it's just the the trip going few, back and yeah. forth like what do i have to yeah 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 <laughs> yeah because yeah. <laughs> yeah most of the side quests you have to like to get something and go all the way back and give it to that person so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um yeah that that was really the some of the you know the the weaker mm -hmm. side quests. <laughs> yeah the the cons i mean we talk about pros and cons that was one of those yeah cons yeah yeah i felt the same as well mm -hmm. okay so next let's talk about the story mm. finally we can talk about the story of the game and um yeah uh what did you think about the story of final fantasy 16. um i find it quite engaging um and engaging as in because not just the world and also each character has their own background story and they are equally um interesting and unique um, and, and it makes you want to find out more about each of them. Mm -hmm. So, to be honest, I have actually never felt like this in an RPG game before, um, where I want, oh, wow. yeah, where I want to find out more about not just the main characters, but also the side characters or even the some of the NPCs. You know, um, and mm -hmm. I remember uh, recently I just read. Uh, one of uh, a Japanese players um, who posted about what he thought and how he felt about the story and the character in the game. And he also mentioned this, and I totally agree with him, that um, a lot of the details, it's not being voiced or said out loud in 
lines. Um, they are actually being um, portrayed by the facial expression. Mm. So, um, yeah, they, they have the facial capture for the game. And a lot of times when you um, watch the cutscene, um, for example, in the very beginning, um, well, he, he mentioned this in his writing, um, the, the, in the very beginning that um, the way that Jill looked at Clive, you know, that she was really worried um, about him uh, when other soldiers talking about how, you know, he was being mistreated by his mother. Um, instead of saying that, you know, are you okay? She didn't, she didn't need to say that, but her facial expression completely says it. Oh, okay. Yeah, and oh. um, yeah, a lot of the, the parts, I feel like you, sometimes it's not necessary to have words to narrate, to describe the story. Um, sometimes the music and the atmosphere can also tell you what's happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I thought the overall storytelling was actually really, really intriguing and engaging. Oh wow! Yeah, and then if a, if a, if a game can make me cry, yes, yeah, it's a good game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I um, maybe I didn't cry that much. Maybe just like once, but yeah, I found the story was like really, yeah, as you said, really engaging. Mm -hmm and really exciting and like a lot of twists yeah and you like you just want to find out oh what what is this character or like um what's going to happen next yeah so i thought it was quite exciting that way yeah 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 and um definitely yeah um it's kind of hard to find a, a you know a good spot to actually pause and say okay i'm done for today uh, it's like okay i just want to find out what mm -hmm. happened but after you you find out what happened it's like okay uh, but i want to also know what's going to happen for this one yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah that happens to you so yeah, yeah. yeah. you want to find out oh who is this guy in the hood <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like who who's he then you're just gonna go to the next mission yeah, and then, yeah. yeah to find yeah. out <laughs> yeah, and like oh yeah what's happening with uh, clive and this um yeah so yeah we also um yeah there's this big twist in the game mm -hmm. where we find out that joshua mm -hmm. who clive thought was dead at the beginning of the game mm -hmm is actually alive and uh we find we actually find out who the true uh antagonist of the game is <laughs> which it was ultima mm -hmm. um how did you feel about the uh, what did you think about that twist and uh in the story how it changed the focus of the story changes from clive's revenge um towards uh he finds like a new goal which is to to defeat ultima um Funny enough, um, actually, when I was play, when I was playing my first playthrough, um, and when we got to the part, you know, uh, in Cavern Nor, Care Norvin, mm -hmm. yeah, um, I already guessed that it was Joshua. Oh, okay, really? <laughs> it, it was kind of obvious. Oh, yeah, I guess so. yeah, because the way that Yote called him, you know, the the title, and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, 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 and. Um, uh, but at the time, I didn't have like a concrete evidence to support my speculation. Um, but I just thought like, okay, I, I think, I really don't, well, I really don't think that he would die that easily. Yeah. yeah. And so I... And he's a phoenix exactly, as well. Exactly, yeah. And like Final Fantasy is like, they have the phoenix down, so like, <laughs> yeah. just, they don't die <laughs> so easily. Yeah, like, you know, I... I 
I have、mm, I I just have this feeling that、mm, he probably didn't die, and then the way that Yote called him at Care Norman, like、mm, I. I think this is probably Joshua, but、oh. we will find out. And、um, yeah, yeah in, you know, of course, halfway, yeah,、um, you know, you you saw the cussing, and yeah, it's revealed that it's Joshua.、Mm -hmm. Yeah, he reveals himself. Yeah, yeah, in the cutscene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so it's like, aha, I was yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs>、mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, he looks super cool. Like when he's older, right? Yeah. yeah, I like I like his look. He's older. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait for the art book, and they can show like the the art of him as a、uh, when he's older.、Mm -hmm. That'll be cool. Yeah, to be honest though, because when we talk about you know、um, his grown up version for the art,、um, we just we were talking about this with my other friends recently, and we said, yeah,、uh, we haven't actually seen any merchandise that's got his grown up version. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, all the coasters,、uh, acrylic stands,、uh, postcards, everything—it's all the young Joshua. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't seen. Yeah. Oh, we haven't seen the artwork of the older one yet. Growing up, Joshua. Yeah, and yeah, that'd be cool to see. So we we were just kind of guessing maybe、um, it's a way for people who have not played the game,、um, you know, not to get、mm -hmm. spoiled by the the merchandise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think yeah, it's for spoilers. Yeah, yeah. So, but we we also hope that you know maybe after a while,、uh, they would release more merchandise、um, with his grown up version art. Oh yeah, that would be cool. I hope I hope they do that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh、uh, yeah, and then、um, yeah, well, we saw.、Uh, what did you think of the Ultima as、um, the main antagonist? This is funny because、uh, my husband and I were talking about this just the other day. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and、um, what he said also was something that I agreed.、Um, I mean, the combat at the end was cool. However,、um, you know, him being the main antagonist, but we felt like、um, Clive's mother was probably the biggest antagonist. <laughs> <laughs> compared、yeah. compared to her, compared Annabella. to Annabella, suddenly he he wasn't so bad. Yeah, what was up with her? She was so like, yeah, she was right, so evil, so evil and selfish. Um, and yeah, you know, very selfish. Yeah, we just say like, yeah, you know, the fight was cool, but speaking of evilness, he's he's not really up there to to compete with Annabella.、Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, and it, when we were talking about. The final combat with Ultima at the end.、Um, yes, the cutscene and、um, each phase was quite interesting and different challenge challenges at each each phase. But of course, it's not like difficult challenge. It's just different style.、Um, but somehow、yeah. they, I mean, they made the Bahama and Titan fight way cooler. So suddenly it felt like Ultima wasn't as cool as、um, Titan and Bahama's fight. Oh yeah, the Titan one was epic, and then yeah, the Bahamut one was like they ranked they ranked it up even more. Yeah. So yeah, it was super epic as well. Yeah. Yeah. So.、Uh, yeah, maybe yeah, that one was crazy because like yeah, they went into space <laughs> and they were like doing fusions, like <laughs> they fused together yeah. and yeah, that was super crazy. I was like, wow, why is Bahamut so powerful? <laughs> yeah, kind of yeah, crazy. Yeah. And.、Um, Yeah, because because、uh, I started to play the game first, and so when 
you know, my husband watched me play, and then he decided to start his own playthrough as well. Um, so when he was doing the uh, the Titan fight, um, I also watched, but of course I didn't tell him about what happened and stuff. I just watch and enjoy enjoy watching him play because he's a much better gamer than me. <laughs> um, okay. And after second phase. Uh, went into the third phase, you know, when they were floating in the Mother Crystal Ether area. Mm-hmm. And when they entered the third phase, he was like, oh my god, why are you not dead yet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Close on. laughs> because, you know, before uh, before the Titan one, the 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 actual um, icon fight was actually versus Garuda. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Compared to Garuda, suddenly the Titan fight was really fun and epic, um, and you know. Oh, okay. It's like a big jump. Yeah, up, it's right? a big yeah. jump up. Yeah, and also, um, you know, three phases. Well, I guess in well, I mean, second phase kind of have like two parts, but um, the music was epic and really. Oh yeah. Really cool. We have to shout out to the the music in Final Fantasy sixteen. Yeah. Yeah, especially in the Titan fight, mm. it just gets really hyped. Up, yeah, and I really, yeah, I really enjoyed listening to the music while playing the the whole game. Like the music is like a definitely a highlight of the game, definitely, and especially in that Titan fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, Titan and the, the Bahama fight. These two, um, I mean, I cannot pick my favorite um, between these two. They because each has oh, their wow. own, um, really interesting and fun parts. And it's yeah, it's a basic a, a tide for me. I I cannot pick which one's my favorite. Oh wow! Yeah. 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 Same. Yeah. Those two are the most epic boss fights, and they're probably like the best boss fight boss fights in all of video games. <laughs> it's so they're that, that yeah, they're that epic. <laughs> epic and just like okay, besides yeah. epic and cool and I don't know, like gorgeous and any any other positive words, just throwing there, you know, to describe it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, super cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's really good. Yeah, so I mean, you know, when you experienced um, these two fights, and then when you get to the Ultima fight, suddenly it's like, oh, okay, you're the main antagonist, but your fight it's not as cool. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't go up much further than than the Titan and <laughs> fights, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was there was not much much more space to go up. Yeah, <laughs> from there. So yeah, that's true. So yeah, I, I guess I mean, old I mean Ultima. I I guess he kind of served the purpose of telling you the final piece of the background story of the world. Yeah, and other than that, I felt like he was rather a weak main antagonist for the game. Yeah, especially compared to uh, other Final Fantasy games. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't think he stands out. Like you have like uh, Sephiroth, of course. And, yeah. Um, other really like strong antagonists yeah. in the game. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't compare. Mm. But then still, um, overall, it's fun nonetheless. Uh, yeah. What did you make of the ending to the game? Um, so yeah, this is uh, we can get into like what you thought the meaning of the ending was, <laughs> and like uh, yeah, you know, once we defeat uh, Ultima, and um, yeah, yeah, um, like. The crystals are destroyed and like the magic is taken away from from um Valestea. Mm-hmm. And uh, um yeah, we get a scene with Clive on the beach mm-hmm. and his I think it is his left hand that becomes petrified uh like petrified. Yeah. Yep. 
and we see him um staring at the the moon mm-hmm. and he kind of fades away and it kind of cuts away so we don't really know like did he die or um did he you know what what really yeah. happened um you know it, it was something that a lot of a lot of us were talking about after we finished the game um and that's what we were talking about like whether whether you have done all the side quest really that would really change how you view the final ending mm-hmm. um and of course some people would say oh it's just copium you know um but I mean, I mean, <laughs> come on just, yeah. just let us have some hope you know and uh, yeah, let us have some hope. Yeah. It's kind of like an Inception ending, <laughs> if you like, you watch the movie Inception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like where they have the spinning mm-hmm. top, and it's just kind of like an open ended question to the ending, yeah. right? So. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I mean, the way they've they done it, it's like kind of in a poetic way. I mean, it's not bad if they want to aim for like a poetic, you know, way to show it, but for. For Clive, and you know, I would say at least for for him, he's like the main storyteller, right? Um, he's done so much for the world, and you know, and he also he finally realized what he really wanted at the end, right? Um, and finally, you know, confessing um, to jail. I just felt like if he died, that would be really cruel for somebody who has just worked so hard for everyone in the world. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. unfair. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. yeah and um and so yeah i mean based on the bits and hints that we get from the side quest um i w- mm-hmm. you know i would like to think that he actually managed to survive and he was the one who actually wrote the book because you know the side quest from um Hi- hippocrates that he received that quill pen Oh yeah, yeah. He received the quill from. Yeah. yeah. If you complete the Hippocrates side quest, you get um, as an item like the curiosity yes. that you can display in your um, in your what's that? His room. Yeah, yeah. In Clive's his room. chamber. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, in his chamber. Um, yeah, one of them is like a like a special quill. Yes. Um, um, for for Clive to write um, his uh, adventures or stories yeah. with. So. Yeah. Because uh, I remember um, he was told, you know, after all this over that you could put down the sword and pick up the pen to write about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and also yeah. um, he was the one who narrates the beginning and the end of the game. Oh, okay. Yeah, because we started the game mm, with him, with his voice um, narrating the story. And then at yeah. the end, also closing with his, yeah. Um, voice. Ah, okay. That's a good point. Yeah. And one thing we we talked about was that he, um, you know, he kind of has this habit of taking on other people's name. For so, like, it for him yeah. maybe it's a way for these people to continue to live on, like another way for them to live on. Mm. So yeah, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, because like he does take up Sid's name, and he, like he is called most people call him Sid at the latter part of the game. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so he has this trait. So we could see, like, um, yeah, at the end, there's the cutscene where there's the kids playing mm-hmm. in like this kind of um, distant future. We don't really know like how far ahead it is, yeah, right? Yeah. And we have these two kids playing in a, like a little house mm-hmm. uh, with their little puppy dog, <laughs> and they kind of represent like Clive and Joshua and Torgo yeah. playing around. And um, we see in this new world, they 
they don't have magic to use right because he has to like light the fly fire himself yeah yeah without magic um so yeah and then we see like they're 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 reading this book called final fantasy and it said it's written by joshua rossfield right um yeah so that's the question like was it really joshua that wrote the book or um yeah like you said like when you do the side quests Mm -hmm. especially like yeah the hippocrates one and you get that quill and you get that note with the quill um yeah it kind of suggests like that clive wrote the book right yeah like he was the one you know um telling the story all along um you know to 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 recount all the memories um and that was a way for him to to remember Joshua and also for Joshua to continue to live on. Like that's another way. Um, one oh, okay. there was one another point also um, that I I didn't see mm-hmm. um, other people talked about this, but I saw some Japanese players talked about um, you know hints or evidence to show that Clive actually survived um, because. <clears throat> um, because he was the one who actually knew the lines from that play, you know, the play that he and his uncle was doing. Oh yeah, he remembered those lines. Yeah, yeah. When they reenacted. Yeah, and reacted, and you know, so we think. So a lot of people think that if he was the one telling mm. the whole Final Fantasy sixteen story, then he should be the one who wrote the book and survived because he knew all the lines in the detail. Oh because he remembered those lines yeah. from the play yeah. when he was a kid yeah, and he, even though it was a long long time yeah ago. even that was a long time ago you know if he can re- if somebody mm. can remember that so much so like really detailed that it has to be the person himself oh okay yeah that makes sense so mm. that was another point yeah. that was brought up um on one of the mm. the other japanese sites that i browsed oh okay yeah that may, that's quite interesting actually and mm-hmm. yeah and also another point was that i noticed that to support that theory is like his left hand becomes petrified yeah and like but clive is right-handed yeah. um as you can see like with his sword he holds his sword in his right mm-hmm. hand so that suggests like he probably could still he would still be able to write the, the book yeah with the his right hand yeah and then if that is what happened to his hand. yeah and also like people say like you know um, some people are, will argue that you know he died because his left hand became petrified, but we also have to remember, uh, you know, in I think that was the scene at Martha's rest when you uh, when they bumped into Sid and um, yeah. Good again. Yeah, you saw parts. Outside, yeah, yeah, you saw how much um, that petrification um, was on Sid's left hand. Oh yeah, Sid was slowly getting petrified. His arms, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, getting turned to stone. Yeah, and so right, um, he's he's not dead, dead yet, right? He was still alive, and mm-hmm. even Toria was talking about how Geo's curse has gotten worse. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, but you know, that's true. They are still functioning. Yeah, I think I kind of I believe in that ending as well mm-hmm. the one where like clive is still alive and he wrote the book himself um what do you think about the hint in the cafe do you think that quill and the book which was placed in the in the square enix cafe is also hinting at that um too? I, or you just think it's just a random quill well I, it's funny though because um i feel like they put the book there it's like a reminder um to tell people you know make sure you actually play the game and i watch 
till the end to see this book. Um, and I, I don't know if you remember yeah. um, the way they place the quill. Actually, is to they actually place it and then cover the author's name in the cafe. Oh really? Yeah, they they didn't oh. they didn't reveal the the writer the author of the book. They specifically placed the quill on, on top, yeah on over top the... yeah over the author's name in the cover. Oh. Oh, okay, so that's like makes it more even more mysterious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, because I I got a picture of that and um, I noticed oh oh they they covered the the name. <laughs> mm, that's cool. So like yeah, the cafe was even hinting towards uh this mystery as well yeah yeah. <laughs> that would be a sad ending in terms of like that would mean that joshua was was would have died at the end and he didn't get like um revived by a clive mm. um but yeah yeah that yeah that would be an interesting ending yeah i think it would be quite sad if clive p- passed away at the end and they didn't get to meet joe again that would be quite a sad yeah ending. um one of my other friends who just finished the first playthrough said, um, <clears throat> despite that he also really liked um, Joshua, this character, he said, um, I, I, st- I, I believe that maybe he didn't make it, he died. Um, at the end, Clive just trying to repair his body so he doesn't, you know, die there and with a hole and bloody all over him. Yeah, Yeah. Um, he said, because the way that Clive, you know, act at the time, like, you know, he was trying to remember all the the, the bits of memory with Joshua. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, yeah, because I'm growing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he said that, he said, to me, it's more like he's really dead. Um, That's why the big brother is you know, going through all these memories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that's, yeah, and that's, then that's why he would dedicate the book to towards, towards him. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, that, that's how he maybe remembers and dedicates the, the deceased ones that he really loved. So, yeah. Yeah. That's really touching the story. <laughs> if you think about it in, in that way. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 I like to imagine that, that story as well. That makes you tear up a bit of this to think about <laughs> like how much Clive yeah. loved his brother. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it really is a story about the the core is like about that brotherhood, mm-hmm. right? It's about the relationship between Clive and Joshua, which really drives the the main story. Yeah, actually. and and you know, I mean, the main logo of Sixteen is also Ifrit and Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And yeah, one of my friends yeah. said that you know the story actually started with these two brothers, so it's only um, it's only reasonable to also end the story showing the brothers yeah definitely yeah and yeah and it has those little kids as well at the end with those two brothers yeah running around with their puppy yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the future so yeah if you think about it in that context yeah it's really like a like a very really moving story about like the power of brotherhood mm-hmm. and like the, the the like the deep uh connection yeah um between these two brothers yeah and uh, yeah if uh, yeah and that that makes a story adds like an extra layer of emotion mm-hmm. and uh yeah to the story and yeah it's quite touching if you think about it in that way mm-hmm. which is yeah why i like to think about it yeah in that sense like yeah it's really about yeah. their brotherly love and how they uh <laughs> both look after each other because yeah i think it was quite impressive that joshua went for so long and he didn't reveal himself to his brother yeah he was just trying to protect him yeah that that yeah, part it, too. like from 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 the 
from the shadows. Yeah, and um, yeah, we were talking about how um, <clears throat> that 18 years, to be honest, uh, it, it would be something that we would love to see what he was doing in that 18 years, you know, um, like what, how did he um, find out Ultima and you know how how was he being saved and found by the undying yeah I would love yeah to see like that if they explain that in some kind of DLC yeah um because I think Yoshi P did mention that they kind of do have DLC in plans but Mm -hmm. like they they're not ready to just talk about it yet but they're kind of hinting at DLC that will be coming later down the line Mm -hmm. um yeah I think that isn't like a lot of people say they want to see like the backstories of the different um dominants but yeah if we i would like to see like the backstory of um joshua during those 18 years yeah that'd be cool yeah and i think i mean i understand um you know understand other people's feeling that they want to see um dominance background stories um but if we're just talking about to focusing on the mainline story um bits that actually really need to answer right um so yeah i think that mm-hmm. 18 years for joshua that is quite important um and you know that would be kind of nice if we get to play as joshua and then try out his phoenix ability in combat that would be yeah. that would be really cool mm-hmm. um that'd be awesome yeah. yeah another another dlc that i would like to see uh it would be like jill when she was taken away right oh. and maybe we get to... when she was in the, the mickey and uh, sorry the, the, the iron the, the iron Mi- iron kingdom yeah the iron kingdom yeah, okay, yeah so the iron kingdom sorry. so yeah I, I would like to see like you know um that experience when when she was struggling and then um you know when she actually Awoken, yeah, awake as a Shiva. Um, maybe try her skills as well. And oh. one more, actually, one more story that I personally would like to see. Um, it's actually mm-hmm. Sid, um, because he mentioned mm-hmm. he said that I knew who you are to Ultima when you faced him the first time, right? And so, yeah. so we knew that he served Walu before as a Lord Commander and. I would like to know, mm. for example, like how how did he know Ultima, and to what extent um, that he knew about Barnabas' plan, um, and how how he actually decided to you know escape or to leave Walud, um, and mm. remember he he found out the truth about Mother Crystal, and so he attempt to destroy that mother crystal in sunbreak in oriflame and he said oh you know i ran away and um he, he was running away from bahamut down there when he was trying to destroy the mother crystal yeah. so i i think i thought that oh, yeah. that part could actually be a really fun final fight you know you you fought oh, as okay. oh, uh, sorry you fought as ramu against bahama and then later as sid yeah. trying to get away from that hole or the passage that he made <laughs> oh yeah yeah because when you go there there's this big hole and he's like oh i made that before yeah, yeah, yeah. oh you <laughs> know like, they, they, uh, the the empire didn't patch it up so i was like it's kind of fun, you know, if you can yeah, play yeah. this part and then manage to get away later. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's been there before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that part of the story, yeah, I would like to see, um, you know, mm. um, to what extent he knew about it and, yeah, just try out different um, abilities and see more of the, the world, yeah. 
Mm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that would be awesome if they could put that in the DLC. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, since we're on the topic of DLC, mm -hmm. um, what do you think about the Leviathan? Because there's one brief mention of the Leviathan when um, Joshua was looking at that tapestry. Okay. But we don't. Um, but that's all we see of the Leviathan. The, um, there were actually you... other hints about it. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah. There's this um, something about a snake, right? Making the crater in the um, next. Where is it? Where, in the next to the town, there's this big uh, waterfall area. Northreach. Maybe. Yeah, Northreach. Yeah. Um, it, it was. What was the other hints? Uh, yeah. Well, it was actually toward the end game when you when you go back to Northreach again to help the dame and um, the townspeople. Uh, you notice that in mm -hmm. this small open area, suddenly there there is a group of kids with a storyteller. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and the storyteller actually talks about a big serpent. Oh. And um, so that that was um, another mention uh, of about hinting a Leviathan. And then when you talk to the bard in Northreach also, um, you found out that he is also actually one of the Undying members. And then he also talked about... Um, yeah, I think he also talked about that whatever maybe a crystal from the ocean um and then one of the soldier from the garrison i think also was a soldier or or townspeople i forgot um also mentioning that the empire has sent people to investigate but no one re ever returned oh okay so so they are mm, the, that's interesting. yeah so the mentioning of um you know sending people to investigate but no one returned they actually talked about it twice oh, okay interesting so they're leaving like a, they're leaving some trails for a setup for some future leviathan themed story yeah it's kind of funny because when i was reading um the interview when Yoshipi was in Taiwan, and uh, the the yeah the interviewer also uh, the reporter also asked about like you know what about a possibility of like a DLC story of Leviathan? He he was he seemed a bit reluctant to talk about it. He's like, do I have to? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So so it's like yeah, okay, so you know, it's kind of is it, hinting is it like, it's coming. Yeah. It's like are you hinting something or um you just don't want to talk about it? You know what what's 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 the story here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I mean, we can, we can hope um, that may be something, mm -hmm. yeah, in the future. Yeah, because we need another, we need another epic uh, icon like kaiju battle. <laughs> so I think that <laughs> that, that Python would make sense, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we need another one, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To to complete yeah. the to, to complete the Final Fantasy sixteen epicness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, we would definitely see uh, the Python. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hopefully. Um, oh yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> oh yeah, what was up with um? What was the other? What was the other icon? Like, uh, what was his name? We fight another like icon thing. Was it, oh, Typhon, Typhon, Typhon. We fight Typhon. Yeah, right? that one. What's up with that one? Ah, that was interesting one. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, because it's not like a, it's not like it's not like a proper icon, but it kind of is. But I don't, I don't, I don't know what. How did I didn't know what was up with that. 
for for me, it felt like it was part of um or one of the kins of Otama. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah, and yeah, the, like, um, the music was also Barnabas, kind of funky. Yeah. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, Barnabas was an interesting character. Yes. Um, he's been alive for a long time, right? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> on serving, serving, and uh, serving Otama. Mm-hmm. And, so uh, he hasn't yeah, aged. We still see yeah. his mother as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that 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 mm, illusion part was a bit creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, creepy. <laughs> it kept changing characters. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what's happening now? Oh, oh, that, now that is creepy. Yeah, that was a creepy part. Yes. But it was cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like the char- all the characters. They're really cool. Um, like Dion as well, and his relationship with um, what was the name of his um Terence. Uh. Terence, yeah, Terence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was quite cool, touching. As Very well. touching, yeah. And um, I, I feel like you know, I feel so so bad. I feel so sorry for Terence though, because uh, Dion sent him away, and that part is really heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. He had to like just list, like do his follow his orders and deny his like feelings. Yeah, just to, yeah. That was so. Yeah, I mean. You know, after the game, yeah, we talked about how um, each character were actually really well designed, and um, you know, you just kind of hope that everyone will have a good ending for them, mm-hmm. except Annabella. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> except her, except her, except yeah, except, yeah, except her. <laughs> Everything except her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how? What happened to her son? Was he was he real or not? Um, I don't even know. I I don't know. For me, I I from what I understand, um. I think he was real, but then possessed and used by Ultima. Oh, just okay, just possessed by Ultima. Yeah. Yeah, because like when he died, he just like evaporates into the thin air. Yeah, and then like, that's it's not like uh, his body just drives. That's the way how Akashic mm-hmm. died, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, like the Akashic people. Oh yeah, some of those Akashic stories, like um, when you're in the with the brother mm-hmm. that. He becomes Akashic trying to oh, save, the caravan. save the from the dragon. Yeah, the caravan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The caravan people. Yeah, that was... Oh, God. That, that, was, was, a, that was a good side quest. Yeah. Yeah. That's some good things. Yeah. Okay, so um, coming towards the end of the podcast, um, I think we'll just talk about... Um, I'll quickly discuss some of our favorite characters or parts of the game. And then we'll go into some listener questions. So yeah, Alice. Uh, what was, what was your favorite uh, side quest? Would you say, um, in the game, or one of your favorites? Favorite. Um. Well, like like I mentioned before, I, I really enjoy the side quest. Um. You know, for Torgo and Ambrosia. Um. I really like those, reuniting quests. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And of course, um, the quest with Jill, Priceless, um, mm-hmm. that, that was the part that uh, he really decided to, um, to confess and to show his feelings. Mm-hmm. So I think that was really, um, how should I say, um, deciding mm-hmm. turning yeah. point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, those were really nice. Yeah, I'd say those were the Togo one, probably my favorite one. Uh, yeah, just uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and then see that little cute puppy toggle in the flashback as well. <laughs> you get you get a nice little yeah, glimpse. yeah. It's really heartwarming. Yeah, really heartwarming. And yeah. you get to go to like a new area 
that you haven't really been to before mm-hmm. so that was really cool as well and explore mm-hmm. like um this little hut like tree house kind of hut thing yeah that was really cool um yeah and um yeah i thought that was that was a really good, nice side quest there um oh yeah speaking yeah. of um jill and clive what did you think of like the like more mm-hmm. romantic scenes like so in some scenes they're completely naked Oh, the beach yeah. one. <laughs> the beach one. I I have to say, like, um, that's probably a really beautiful and beautiful thing as in, like, the way they portray it and also the music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really, really like the background music at the time because the, um, the piano. And they always play that track when it's just um, Jill and oh, Clive. Okay, nice. Yeah, so I think um, that's I think that's the track dedicated for, for them, them oh, only. Okay, yeah, that was like a really nice touching yeah. scene. Yeah, and and I have to say um, the way they done it, it's you know people will not think that it's dirty or anything. It's actually really beautiful and romantic. Yeah, yeah. yeah they they did it quite well considering so, they're both like naked and. They they made it like really like elegant and uh, yeah, it was quite it was a nice yeah scene. yeah and I think I think that was probably the first like completely naked scene in yeah. the all Final Fantasy <laughs> probably, games. Yeah, I don't think I've seen yeah, especially right. with the, the the ladies like the, the female characters. I don't think we've seen them but but naked. Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and you know I I do think that. Um, it's a nice way to try to try new things and to try to move up and uh, because I think this is the the first M rated yeah. game in the mainline, yeah. right? I mean, besides the the uh, what's that? Um, oh yeah, Stranger of Paradise. Besides Type Zero, I think maybe it was. I'm not sure, but yeah. Oh yeah, uh, right. Yeah, Type Zero. Yeah. Um, the way I have to say that the way they they done it, it's actually very well. Um, mm-hmm. You wouldn't feel, you wouldn't feel it's like not right. You actually yeah. want to see the development between these two characters mm-hmm. because you you could see the the chemistry between them, yeah. but it's always like you know one step yeah yeah away from that. Yeah, I think they did it really well, and yeah, they they used mm-hmm. that M rating really well. Um, yeah, it wasn't too like gratuitous yeah. or they like they used the F word, but it wasn't like overly used. And um, yeah, that's one one thing that shocked me is like the when uh, Hugo's hands got cut off, <laughs> that was quite shocking. <laughs> they uh, just like fall on the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that it's kind of funny because um, I've seen some players complaining about uh, you know too much blood or. Uh, too too much swearing and i want to say like yeah i mean it's an action game or when you fight or when you cut something off of course you're gonna see yeah. blood right and um and about like too much swearing i just want to say like what you don't swear like that in real life you, you, are you trying to say that you never <laughs> swear yeah in, in situations that really make you angry you know that that's a little bit having a bit double standard yeah yeah here. yeah i think they definitely Use the swear words in the right place and appropriate manner, and it, yeah. it's really, really realistic. 
Like yeah. if your hands get cut off, for example. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Of course, you know, like, of course you would be like shocked and like really angry, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Or if you're like in a di- in a battle to the death, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So, you know, I mean, they they use that in the in the correct uh in the in the correct frustration. Yeah, yeah. Uh, frustrating things so yeah I, I don't see um i don't see any anything wrong with it to be honest um re- regardless the the naked thing or swearing or the mm. um the sight of blood i think each one it's just to the right amount yeah 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 i, f- yeah, I felt that way too that's cool oh i just remembered yeah. um one of the side quests which i really liked um, it's the one where you go to, mm-hmm. I think it's you go over to Walut and um, you go to this camp uh, where they were holding bearers and they're like imprisoned and um, they were feeding the bearers to the monsters. Uh, ah, the, the, is it like you have to fight a behemoth yes, king? And then you, yes, at the end. and you, yeah, yeah they're that... feeding the bearers to this behemoth king and you get, you get to experience mm-hmm. like a, quite a touching story about um how the bearers were treated really bad like just food for these monsters and um and mm-hmm. you know and they were just imprisoned and used really badly and there's just like this one little girl that survived that survives yeah <clears throat> but um yeah and uh, yeah speaking of that one i thought that was actually a really good side quest that also um, you know, allows us to learn the background story of um, an NPC character, mm-hmm. you know, um, because stories, uh, you have to, you kind of do a couple uh, quests w- um, to learn her background story, which I think it's actually quite nice because through her story, you learn more about the world and about how the bearers being treated. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some were, some were treated really poorly mm-hmm. or some were treated I would say a bit strange, you know, like the way how her previous master treated her like, um, you know, trained her like um, like a killer, but also really love her like a daughter, kind oh, yeah. of. It's really strange. Mm-hmm. Re- yeah, really strange relationship. Yeah, yeah, there were some strange ones here. Like, yeah, some of them were just trained to be like war, war f- or soldiers. Yeah. And then some were trained just to be like slaves. So yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. quite sad. Yeah, but I really like that mission because you like you got to go to like a new area. It was like a new level, so that was like it was you like right. uh, changed things up from the usual side quests, which are more like fetch quests where you go to uh, places you've been before. But this one was like you kind of go to a new mm-hmm. area and like you have to. It's like more video gamey. You have to like get these keys to unlock the doors and explore the area and then fight the boss. So I kind of like the structure of that side quest, uh, and the story was really good as well. So, yeah, I like that one. Similarly, um, I think there was another one in Walu as well that you know uh, was it one of the Undying members sent you to mm. you know to look for a member right in Walu, yeah. and then um, you know it was in a small area or a small village in Walu that it was um, locked before. And it was only open for that side quest. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a cool mission. Yeah, unfortunately, they were like, yeah, yeah. they all died, right? All the 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 scouts. They, they all turned. <laughs> that was sad. yeah. So yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. And uh, next, we'll talk about what was your favorite boss battle. You said um, the Titan. 
Oh, we already talked about that one. The Titan and the Bahamut ones were the best, right? Yeah, those yeah, were the yeah, most hype yeah, ones. Yeah, same here. Uh, if I had to choose, I'd probably go the Bahamut one because I thought they just ranked, they just like, they they turned it up a bit more. Yeah, one up. From the, because like yeah. they were in space, like doing like Dragon Ball stuff. <laughs> it was great. It was going way too crazy. I was like, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, and uh, favorite character. Who would you say is your your favorite character or characters in the game? Um, they are actually equally interesting in their own, you know, in each character. Um, for for me, I have to say, like, if you were talking about like the the main line, you know, out of the the eight dominant, um, I really like Jill um, because. The way that she seems very strong, but also very sensitive in in her heart, um, and she's always there um, to support Clive. Um, you know, it, it's like really. So she's actually playing a really important role, and the way that she, um, the way that she speaks, also I think, um, slowly changes from. You know, when she was in the Iron Kingdom, you know, she has to kind of turn a blind blind eye and um, kind of shield her feelings. But then slowly, I think she turns um, she turns out to be like more um, a, just a little bit talkative and more feelings reveal as the mm-hmm. story progresses. Yeah. I like to see that change, um, and as well as Clive, you really see the um, you know each character how they change and develop throughout the story. So, um, yeah, I have to say these two, um, Clive and Jill, they 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 are quite well written, um, and I like them, especially Jill because the change. Um, but for the side um, other characters, I really like Gav. Oh, yeah, Gav is cool. <laughs> Yeah, he's a cool. Yeah, oh my god, it's like he's such a cool character. Yeah, he's like the best buddy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Gav. Um, um, he's just really funny. Oh my gosh, so funny. Um, so yeah, I I I really um like the way that he um he speaks and the way that he acts. So every time when he's away, I just feel like, oh my god, please don't die, please don't die, <laughs> yeah. Gav. Don't die. Gav's a good guy. Yeah, you know. Like, yeah, um, and also I, I quite like Karen, the this character oh, because yeah. Um, she yeah because she she may you know she may sound like she's the way that she speak a bit mean um, you know she say you know come back later or don't you know I'm I'm not so bothered about it yeah. anyway um, but you know deep inside her heart she's actually a really really nice grandma mm-hmm. you know the way that she actually found goods yeah. and then. You know, raise him. Yeah, so well, she's not cutting people's eyes out. I really out. like all these. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Eye for eye. Yeah, but she's cool. Yeah, she's a cool character. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I actually know a friend. Uh, when we ask him about, oh, you know, who's your favorite character? He's like, you know, it might be surprising, but I quite like Karen because it's like an ideal. Um, Kind of mean, but actually very gentle yeah. and nice grandma character. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> She's cool. <laughs> and the way yeah. she looks after the yeah. goods is quite cool. 
yeah it's quite touching. yeah yeah yeah, so, yeah and I, I think like yeah this, this is a really well written really interesting yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i would say my yeah clive of course is my favorite and um i would mm -hmm. also give a shout out to sid yeah, i really like sid especially the voice acting of sid oh yeah yeah i really liked uh, his character oh my god fantastic yeah so yeah and they, yeah. they they're kind of trying to uh continue the legend of sid in the game like that's what clive was trying to do like um uphold what sid was mm -hmm. fighting for yeah because he kind of joins like mm -hmm. sid's cause and he takes that mantle on from himself so yeah i think sid was like a really cool character um yeah and i i, I feel like this is probably like the best sid that i have hmm. you know yeah. seen <laughs> from the games I and all the final so fantasies like, <laughs> this is so cool i'm, I'm so yeah, I'm so sad that you die so early in the game, and I don't know. Maybe that's why I do like second and third playthrough so yeah. that I can see him and hear him more. Yeah, he's not like the Sid in Final Fantasy VII that like um, gets angry and uh, and orders people to make them tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, this Sid is this Sid is really cool. It's like um, I don't know when I when I was playing uh, for the first first time uh the first playthrough and i just felt like this sid it's more like a father figure that clive lost so early on mm. in his childhood mm. um because right the phoenix gate was when he was 15 years old and then after yeah. that um he basically lost that father figure somebody to look mm -hmm. up to and so not only um a mentor but also maybe um it's it's a father figure that he got um you know taken away mm. so early yeah yeah he's yeah. A such a cool character yeah yeah mid is also cool so yeah shout out to mid she is like super smart and can make any like anything right <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah yeah <laughs> i didn't like her boring side like um it wasn't a side mission it's like a main quest where she's showing you all those blueprints and um getting you to make yeah, the ship what was the ship's name the oh, I I... yeah invincible no. the invincible was the older one uh, what... the, the enterprise or something like that enterprise. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm, i yeah, of course, during the first playthrough, I watched and listened to the conversation for that quest. But for the second yeah. and the third playthrough, I just... Skip, 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 skip. skip. <laughs> yeah, don't blame yeah. me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, don't blame me. But yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but overall, it's uh, yeah such an amazing game. And um, yeah, so much amazing stuff for it. Uh, for... Yeah, so yeah, it's been like a super um, cool good experience uh, what's your overall rating for the game um overall i would give seven out of ten yeah um i think of course because there were some personal preference because you know for example the ending i i really wish they would give us a more um defined and like definite clear ending instead of like a poetic ambiguous way um because we you know we invest so much time um and we became to love the character so much and it's just cruel and sad to see they don't get to have a happier ending oh, so, so yeah you know 
point, points were kind points of taken off because of yeah. <laughs> you want more yeah yeah more. yeah because we love the characters so much we just want them to yeah. be happy you know um and of course a bit of like you said some side quests um were a bit boring i mean despite they are relate related to the story mm -hmm. because you understand the world but i felt like yeah. they could have done it better same um so yeah yeah um and otherwise i think i don't have too much complaints about it and that's why i would okay. say it's like a seven Overall. out of ten yeah yeah that's cool Overall. yeah yeah i think um i'd still give it a high rating because um i enjoyed it a lot um i originally gave it like a nine mm -hmm. or nine out of ten um that's just because i really enjoyed mm -hmm. like the combat and like the high production values and um it was mm -hmm. like really entertaining but yeah i think it does yeah yeah it's not like a perfect game um there are some issues especially with like the pacing of, of the side quests um they can get really yeah, boring <laughs> they can get like yeah they can get super <laughs> boring some of the side quests because uh, they're quite similar yeah. and repetitive yeah mm -hmm. so yeah i think yeah. yeah you could definitely like take away points for that um but overall mm -hmm. yeah i think it's a really good game and um like yes there's a lot you can do in it and um the story is really touching and um yeah overall i think it's a, a good step for like a, just like a something trying something new uh for the final fantasy team mm -hmm. um yeah so i like them yeah. to keep on trying just to refine those elements that you know didn't work like get rid of those invisible wall things and improve the side quests oh my gosh, yes. and <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, then yeah i think it would be a much better experience that way maybe some of the um <coughs> item or like make make a bit more light like uh, some more fun elements in the game maybe some like um mini games or something like that just to add to the world would yeah. be cool yeah yeah and then one it's almost like a joke um every treasure box that you find it's almost just like oh yeah it's like yeah item. it's like two like some some <laughs> some hide skins or something <laughs> yeah it's it's really rare because i mean i know a couple treasure box uh the coffers contain um some useful item like some mm -hmm. oh some accessories uh, right belts yeah. or yeah yeah but it's like not all of them you know yeah, so very yeah. few the rest are just like open up oh okay more hides yeah, yeah, yeah. oh okay more, wire more trash right <laughs> and i got thousands of hides yeah, so like, okay, nothing to do with them right <laughs> yeah yeah at the okay. end of the game you know, i checked like just carry over the game right so when, when i checked it was like wow i yeah, have yeah. like three thousand hides like, nowhere to use them right <laughs> you just sell yeah, them for, and G, for even G, when you yeah. sell them they're not worth much right it's like <laughs> but to, <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh yeah and it's worse when you go when you pick up an item in the fields and it's like two gil and it's like what the hell <laughs> yeah, yeah four gil what Fuck, yeah <laughs> that's also funny <laughs> yeah huh? right okay so yeah mm -hmm. thanks uh thanks alice for your impressions of the game um yeah it was really fun uh we'll just have a, one or two listener questions and then we'll end the show uh okay so um okay. first question um okay wait, i'm just gonna go look up the questions um okay this first question from at leon harrod one who asks on twitter will square enix do a mm -hmm. sequel for final fantasy 16 just like they did a sequel to final fantasy 10 and 13 perhaps 
Um, what do you think? Um, if they do that, um, I'm more than happy to buy and play it. And I, I in and at the moment, to be honest, I really hope they would, um, because there are so many more to uh, to sixteen that you could actually expand and um, you know, like we talk about. Um, you know, maybe the other side of the story, you know, uh, maybe stories for Joshua or stories for uh, more of the uh, the world of Astia. Um, so if they, they do that, um, I think that mm -hmm. there are potentials. Um, they could expand and talk more about it and we could enjoy journeying in uh, in Bastia, or maybe, you know, Jill hinted that she wanted to go on a journey, but away from yes. twins. So, yeah, you know, that, that that's also kind of fun. Uh, we could, because they mentioned about um, the outer continent mm -hmm. so many times in the game. So I, I just felt like, you know, if you talk about it so many times, um, why not, you know, mm. why not go there for like yeah, the awesome. sequel or something? That yeah, would be kind of fun. And, um... To keep in line with that, um, Sleepy Meow Meow on, or at Sleepy Meows on Twitter asks, um, I'm interested in two points. The, on the priceless quest, Jill talked about the twins uh, was too small for her when she, for her, and she liked to travel outside the twin. What is your idea on her trip? So, yeah, you're kind of touching on that then, like, yeah. Um, so we mentioned how yeah, we mentioned how she said uh, twins is too small for her. She would like to spread her wings and to go outside of twins. So if they really want to use that uh, and to expand, uh, maybe it's her. Maybe it's her story. Maybe she sets out to look for Clive because at the end, you know, when we when we see them looking up to the sky, it felt like. The, the location, the, the sky that they looked up were quite different. Um, yeah, so the way, um, sorry, the sky that Jill looks up, um, it's in Bastia, but feels like the sky that Clive looks up wherever he got washed up um, on the beach. Um, that may not be the same place or the same continent um, as Oh, okay. um, where oh. other people were, yeah, yeah, that makes so, sense. So, so in in a, in a sense, I felt like maybe we could see her continuing the journey. Like maybe we could continue uh, the journey of Final Fantasy sixteen, but this time we play as Jill. Mm, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You that. know, it, it would be because because in be cool. sixteen it was like you know uh, Clive with Torgo, right? So in in the sequel, if they are going to do like a sixteen two, or a uh, or like a DLC or something, uh, it could be Jill traveling with Torgo. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> that'd be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thanks for that, Alice. Um, is there mm -hmm. anything else you'd like to add about the game? Um, otherwise, you can just um, uh, wrap it up for today. Um, I, I, I just say, like, um, I know there are people who um, write or say negative comments um, about this game. Uh, a lot of them have never really actually played the game or uh, mm. some of these people, they just watched, um, you know, 
other people's playthrough on YouTube like that. Um, so I feel like you you couldn't really understand all these feelings and the the depth of this game unless you actually play it. Mm. Um, and you know, um, you don't have to you don't have to trash a game like this uh, like that way. Um, so I have to say, like for me personally, um, you know, I'm on my third playthrough, like I said, and I guess that really tells how much I enjoy and how much I really love it. Um, yeah. And so, you know, this is just my own opinion. And, you know, if you don't like a game, you don't have to trash it, really. You, you, could, you could just say, okay, maybe it's not my taste, um, but there are still some parts I enjoy. You could try to balance the comments a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. yeah, online you get a lot of uh, haters, even if they haven't played the game. <laughs> yeah, it's a sad yeah, thing. But yeah. yeah, they should at least yeah. uh, give it a try before they uh, talk bad things about it, I think, yeah, with all yeah, games. Yeah. So, so yeah, so for me, um, yeah, I, I just want to, um, to say, you know, um, at least try to find something good about it that you enjoy, but, you know, just please don't trash the game and trash the players who enjoy this game. Mm, yeah definitely yeah I think. Okay. so but yeah um yeah again yeah so yeah thanks so for thanks so much for uh inviting me on the show thank you so much oh yeah thanks alice for being on the show today um can you just let people know where they can find you yeah sure um so as for where people can find me uh if you are interested in collaboration events in japan or simply life in japan uh you can find me on twitter or i guess we have to call it x now oh yeah um <laughs> uh, you can search for my username uh ali show 1825 so ali show is like a l i s h o and the number 1825 um, so yeah, thank you for listening. Um, it was really nice being on the show and sharing with you all today. So yeah, I really had fun. Oh yeah, thanks so much, Alice. Yeah, it was great having you on and really fun talking about Final Fantasy 16. Uh, so thanks everyone for listening and I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.